up? What's up? It's your boy, Slizzy. And I got my guy, Mr. Mitchell in the building. State of the New York Knicks podcast, episode 58. I know you had a joy in my voice. I'm so happy. First one of the season. How you feeling, brother? Yeah, I'm feeling really good, man. Really relieved. It was a really good uh, good win today. And um, yeah, finally good to get the monkey off our backs, I guess I guess you could say. Mm. And it's funny that you say monkey on our backs. That was a huge monkey, man. Um, before we even get to the into the game tonight, bro, before we even get to the win, me and you had obvious criticisms of Fisdale and Scott Perry. I would like for me mm. I, I would like for me and you to elaborate on what me and you was talking about. Well, mainly you, but I want you to elaborate to the people what me and you was mainly talking about when it comes to the way Fisdale handled Dennis Smith Jr. and how me and you both thought that was a horrible idea, how the optics make it seem like management is forcing DSJ out there to prove to, to, to prove the Porzingis trade was right, which they shouldn't do at the expense of Dennis Smith Jr. I hope Dennis Smith Jr. comes back healthy and well. We all know what happened in his family, definitely his family. Salute to you, DSJ. I apologize criticizing you, but it's warranted. You play in New York, brother. But anyways, I want you to just explain to the people how me and you was just utterly pissed all weekend and, how, and, and, and where we at today. Yeah, well, obviously before today, uh, we were both criticizing both Fizz and, and other management um, because it seemed like uh, there was favourites being played, uh, you know, being being played against, mm-hmm. um, and there was also um, like Alfred Payton, for example. I have a feeling is Scott Perry forcing that issue, um, obviously because he he drafted him um, all those years ago back in Orlando. So mm-hmm. I have a feeling when it comes to Alfred Payton, I think that might be a Perry decision, um, and and yeah, with DSJ, I mean. Uh, with the back issues, with the wrist issue, um, obviously in the last day or two, finding out that he's had a death in the family. Um, so obviously he's probably known that that person could have been, you know, yeah. gravely ill or that's sick. What I'm, that's what I'm getting the- at, bro. But continue. Yeah, yeah. So, so you know, it, it's not far from a stretch like um, – like people, well, smart people have said, um, it's all been between the ears. And, of course, with the outside noise for him, um, the injuries, uh, the expectations, uh, and obviously, like you say, he's in New York City. So he, he's going to get critiqued on a daily basis. I think it's just gotten all, all to him. So he needs that time away now, not, not just to grieve and, 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 and get himself past this so he can come back uh, with a clear mind, um, he should take this time now to heal. Um, maybe watch some game tape, go yes. over that, and see yes. what he's doing. Yes, yes. Uh, yeah, I think Fisdale was trying to force the hand there, and um, you know, Fisdale, like you said, Fisdale management wanted to. I think they're pushing the issue with him too hard because they want to make sure that they look like they come out on top in this poor Zingas trade. At the end of the day, it wasn't about Dennis Smith. It, it, at the end of the day, when you look at the logistics of it, it was about clearing cap space yeah. um, and getting 
getting rid of someone who, who didn't want to be there anymore, who, who wasn't buying into anything. So, you know, we, we kind of got put in a situation where we had no choice but to trade him. He, he, he didn't want to be in New York anymore. Um, and, and if anything, it, it, might have benef- it might benefit him having, you know, a, a fresh start somewhere else. You know, some players need that. Um, some players can't handle New York. He obviously couldn't really handle, didn't want to, didn't want to be there anymore for whatever reason. So, you know, it was just a cap, it, it was cap space clearing. That, that's all it really was. And, you know, getting DSJ in the deal, uh, who was also damaged goods at the time, as we all know, it, it was kind of like, uh, I guess I've heard it in the last couple of days, the damaged goods trade. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, yeah, as I said, um, condolences to DSJ and to his family. Go away. Um, you know, take take my advice. Take everybody else's advice that's given it to you. You know, take your time coming back yeah. as well. You know, don't don't take run. Take a month back. off. Uh, a month. He needs a month off. Yeah. And so I think with all the criticism over the last, uh, I'd say, few days, and I'm, I'm guessing Fisdale and management must have heard it tonight, they decided to play Frank for 22 minutes. Yep, yep, <laughs> yep. I was really, really happy about it. And whether or not, um, which we, it's kind of obvious their hand was forced to do this. Um, and I also just want to touch on, the video getting around, uh, I think it's just the media and they've got the cameras at, at, pointed at Dennis Smith as the we want Frank chance we're going against the Celtics. Um, I don't think the fans in the building were chanting that to Dennis Smith. No, I think they were no. chanting it to, not just to management but to Fisdale yes. to, to say, yes. hey, you've got someone over there, you've got a kid, right, you know what he did at FIBA, you've got an injured you got one injured point guard. You got a point guard that that is brought in um, a Perry guy that hasn't lived up to you know his standards. I guess you could say in Alfred Payton. Put put the kid in. That's that's all everyone wanted. Now now when it, when it comes to Frank, um, you know as as we all know or anyone with half a brain knows, he's not about offense. Nope. But nope. Uh, you know my God tonight, even though yes he he missed his shots. Uh, he was facilitating really well, yes. and he defended really yes. well, and that's yes. that's the point. That's the point, and um, yeah, he got his shot tonight, and he went out there and did what he was good, what he's known to be good at, and um, he did his job well. So I'm very happy for Frank. I'm very happy for Frank. And you want to know what's funny? He had zero points, two rebounds, two assists, and he affected the game the most. I've seen any Nick point guard do in a while. And he didn't score in zero points, bro. That was that yeah. was yeah. and you wanna know what's even more funny? The Frank, the people who hates Frank Nilakina is finally starting to open their eyes. I'm I'm so glad the world is really seeing the defense that this kid brings, man. Because we've been getting shredded. Yeah. These first three games, we got shredded for three. Three after three after three. Did you know Kobe White and Zach Levine each had two points in the first half? Yeah. You know oh. who was guarding, <laughs> guarding them, right? Yeah. 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 And, hold, and, and what's, what's funny, it was a play. I, I, if you was watching, I know you was watching the game, but there was a play where Frank had the ball. He drove to the basket. And he gave Julius Randle one of the prettiest assists. And it was like, oh, this kid yeah. is growing yeah. before our very eyes. Now, 
before we get into more into this game, before this game, right, bro? The Knicks was allowing 70% of shots at the rim. 70%. Yeah, yeah, and that's not good. The corner three, 21st in the league, we was guarding it. It was 44%. Non-corner three, 38%. All threes, 39%. Transition defense, 28th in the league. So, it's obvious we need a defensive player on the floor. We have too many scorers. We have too many guys who 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 wants to score. We need guys who who, who does other things. Um, let me give you some stats for the night, bro. And then I know you wanna, I know you wanna say a lot. Let me give you the stats for some of the guys. Uh, Bobby Porter's twenty-eight points, eleven rebounds, two assists, two blocks. Love you, Bobby. Love the threes. Four for four from three. He haven't hit a three yet this season. Love him. RJ, goddamn Barrett. This, <laughs> this, excuse my French. This motherfucking kid, man. Nineteen points, fifteen rebounds, five assists. You know what the last? The last player to do that was LeBron James. <laughs> and the last Nick player to do that was forty years ago, and that was Bill Cartwright. On December 14th, 1979. This kid is a dog, yeah. bro. What, what, what you, what you got yeah, there, bro? <laughs> um, man, like, um, you know, the 15 rebounds, bro. Um, you know, I, I was, um, like, probably yourself earlier, um, I was watching CP and Jay Ellis on, on the show earlier, and, I mean, they, they've come up with the nickname Bully Barrett. Um, he bullied all night long, man, just going to the hoop, um, yeah, for, for, for a rookie, like, oh man, oh. he just went off. Like he completed him and him and Bobby Portis, like just exploded, bro. Like, as I said, with, with Portis just putting up the points, RJ getting the rebound. Oh, it was beautiful. It was absolutely beautiful. Oh. That, that, that kid, that, that kid, it, I've been saying it now for, you know, about a week now, this is his team. Now this is his team. He needs to become the number one option. They need to put make him the number one option. Uh, he, he's the future. He's here now. Like he's, I mean, how can, you know, it, what astounds me is he's the rookie, but he's the best damn person on the, yeah. on the team. Yeah. And yeah. He's, got, he's got the most points so far. Like points per game, he's got the most points out of everyone on the roster. Um, I'm so glad, bro. I, I'm, I'm like you. I'm so glad we got yeah. him with the third pick. Like, yeah, none of this Zion nonsense. Not not when you've got a kid like this with the amount of tools this kid's got. He's only going to get better. But just what he's doing now, straight out of the gate, yes. like that, you know, it's beautiful. It's beautiful to watch. What did you honestly? Before honestly, me and you would have never thought this. This kid is shooting above forty percent from three, bro. Didn't the scouts say? <laughs> This kid can't shoot, and then they say he can't. He he, he can't make shots at the rim very well. I could have sworn this guy, yeah. bro. Yeah, and, and the other thing, the other thing they were doubting him on was his defense. And boy, is he proving them wrong on that end too. <laughs> Yo, his, I got a new nickname for Frank Nilakina, man. I got a new nickname. 
I'm running with it. I seen it on Twitter. I'm running with it too. Remember Darrell Revis? Remember Revis Island? Oh yeah. Nilakina Island. Yeah. yeah. Whoever wants to visit Nilakina yeah. Island, be my guest. But you're not gonna come out. <laughs> oh man, like I'll, 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 another little tidbit. Shout outs to CP and Jay Ellis too, by the way. Um, Nick's fan TV and, and Nick of Time. So they they turn around and what they were saying with Frank. He made Kobe White tonight look like he didn't know how to play basketball. Yes. Like he didn't know what he was doing. Yo. He didn't know what he was Nothing. doing. Oh. <laughs> yeah. And, and I've been impressed with Kobe White, with the, like the games leading in and the preseason. But tonight, woo, he got made to look like a fool, he, man. <laughs> yo, he legit neutralized Kobe White to the point he was invisible. Yeah. Then he... He didn't neutralize Zach Levine, but he made key stops in the pick and roll. Key stops. I think I get exactly too. Me and you both harped on his protection of the rim, but he's not a shot blocker. We both know this. But his defense, though, the man when he's when he's focused, he's yeah. he slides his feet very well. And you know why I think everybody was doing that? Frank Nilakina is just so, uh, uh, like, his passing ability and his defensive ability fits this team to a T. And I said to you, bro, like I've been saying to people in the Facebook groups on Twitter, the Knicks will not win a game unless Frank plays 20-plus minutes per night. I don't care if he's starting. Yeah. I yeah. don't care if he's off the bench. This kid must play. Um, and so you, the, the thing, I, I just want to add while we're on, Frank, um, you know, the, I, I personally think the offense will come with more, like, the more minutes he gets and which then for, you know, uh, he'll get confidence. He Like, once he starts sinking shots, like, he'll get confident. I've seen it at FIBA and when, when he was getting getting shots here and there, um, you know. And, again, we're not, we're not expecting massive points no. out of him. But... Uh, no, I think eventually that he will get some points on the board. Um, it's just all about the confidence on that side. But as I said, as you said earlier, like just him driving to the rim and then that beautiful pass out to Randall. I mean, that's what I seen at FIBA. That's what this kid can do. Yes. Like he makes you think, oh, is he going to come in and go go for a layup? What's he going to do? And then he just flicks it out, bro. And it, it, he knows where the man is every single time when he does it. Every time he does that. He knows where that open man is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm so impressed. It, and you want to know what's crazy? This was a bad game from Frank, and he still is the reason why we won. He, he, he is the single reason. I watched the game from start to finish. This kid was the reason why we won. I love Bobby Porter. Bobby Porter came to play. Bobby Porter is definitely another reason why we won. R.J. Barrett is another reason why we won. Are you seeing Kevin Knox shooting? Oh my goodness, bro! This oh, he's got. <laughs> this... I, I'm I'm tell I'm telling you now uh, with with Kevin Knox. Um, another little tidbit I've picked up just just by listening to a few other people in that. I personally think this starting um, in the forwards with with Marcus Morris and Julie, it's not working. I think. Randall still needs to start at, at the four, but I think 
Morris needs to go back to the bench and Knox needs to start because Knox is just shooting lights out at the moment compared to Morris. And, and what's funny that you said that, right? I love Fisdale rotations tonight. Even though it was weird, the way he subbed out Morris at the perfect time, I was screaming it too. I said, sub in Knox, bro, sub in Knox, bro. He subbed in Knox in the third quarter. Knox played defense pretty well today too. Knox was sliding his feet. We're watching the growth of Knox and Mitch before our very eyes. Mitch had enough a regular Mitch game. You know, Mitch come with some with some blocks, rebound. Mitch hit a jump shot, bro. Mitch. Yeah. I'm so happy. Oh man, I knew, I knew it would eventually come. I didn't think it was gonna. He was gonna show it out this early, but um, ooh, it was nice. Oh man, it was so nice, man. I, I will say this. I will say this. The people who were screaming fire Fizdale, all of them is quiet tonight. The people who are Frank yes. haters and Frank bias. Other Frank haters is telling literally. literally Telling other Frank haters to shut up. We need this kid's defense. So I just need this. I, if he could just hit a three. Remember the three he shot? I think it was it was in the fourth quarter. It was late, and I think it was. The, I think the score was. It was either a hundred to ninety eight. I, I know it was close, but it was a three point shot in the fourth quarter. Frank was wide open, and. Bro, I tell you, if he would have hit that three, bro, I I I, I would have exploded that work, bro. But oh, it, 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 it's love. It, it's crazy how the fan base loves Frank Nilakina, bro. They really love Frank Nilakina, bro. I really love this together. I'm I'm yeah. I'm so happy. I'm 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 ecstatic, bro. I'm, I'm really excited for the future, bro. Oh, yeah, for sure. And, and just another little thing on, on I want to say with Frank. I think what what people's problems were when it came to Frank, especially if, say, they didn't catch the game and they watched highlights or they just they just looked up the statistics. You can't go off statistics when it comes to – you need to watch the game with your eyes to see why he's so good at what he does. Because um, the statistics ain't going to show you that, you know. So I think – when people people have come around now and gone, hey, we actually got to watch watch this to see how good this guy is on defense, you know, because the stats aren't going to show it. it so he's not a, he's not a stat guy. Nope. He probably never will be a stat guy. Nope. So yeah, you got to watch. You got to watch. And want to know it's funny? Frank averaged zero points this season, and I still want to see this kid play twenty plus minutes a night. I don't care if I I, I I don't give a damn about what Alfred Payton is doing. You want to know what's funny? Shout out to Alfred Payton. He had 21 minutes tonight and put up Frank numbers and did not nearly affect the game as Frank did. And Alfred Payton is hurt. He has a Yeah, yeah. Alfred Payton is hurt. I think getting the three-point guards was a great idea. It, it was a, Scott Perry's the man. Scott Perry strikes again. I, I can't I cannot. Um, yeah, was it was it his hamstring? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And and whew, you know them hamstring, them hamstrings, man. Them them things take about a week to heal. So 
Exactly, yeah, and, and it'll limit his mobility a bit. So, yeah, he, he wants to look after that too. He, he definitely does. I mean, look look what happened to LeBron last year and and, and that got worse you know, for him before he could come back. So, Jeez, so it's looking like I, I said this to you and I'm going to say it again, bro. Once the Knicks start Frank Nilekina, we're going to go on a win streak. And yep. if Frank Nilekina starts on Wednesday against Orlando, we're going to win that game. And I think we're going to win that game by double digits. That's my bold prediction. If Frank Nilekina starts next game against – I believe it's against Orlando. I'm going to make sure. I'm going to check. I believe it's against Orlando, but I believe we will win that game by double digits. I think the is since me and you both know now that he will be starting Frank next game, I believe this is the perfect time to install the offensive system. Yes. Um, did you what did you notice? about the offense tonight? Well, I suppose, I mean, okay, apart from Morris, this is probably another reason why I think he needs to come out of the starting room. It, it sticks to his hand. Um, when it's not sticking to his hand um, and he's not ball hogging it, there's a lot more ball movement. And, and Frank was getting the ball moving around too. Um, so I think that's the... Only adjustment I think that needs to happen is, is, is and, and then you'll see, you know, tenfold better better offense, is, is take Morris out of the starting lineup and put Knox in there. So, you know, as far as I can see tonight, it was run a lot better the, the minute Frank was, was running the offense. Um, and surely Fisdale seen that. Um, you know, like I said, he, he was making an impact in all the little areas that you need you need a point guard to make make the impact. Um, so I'd run their offense through Frank. That that's what I'm kind of hoping he's seen and, and he'll do now. He's, he's run the offense through Frank, and you know it'll be nice and smooth. And and ball movement, ball movement is key. Yes, yes, ball movement is key. I'm seeing the offense. I'm seeing more develop. I'm loving what I'm seeing. It's 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 oh. so beautiful that that now with a point guard who likes to pass, yeah, you see the off ball screens, you see the down screens. The the problem with this offense and what I'm noticing a lot is when Morris and Julius Randle do set screens, the screens is not strong enough, and without no. that. What Anus Canner used to do, which I used to hate, oh my God, this used to get under my skin. Canner would set a screen and slip the screen every time. So he's always yeah. in the paint when somebody's driving in the paint. And it's just so annoying. Um, bro, I got something to throw at you too. <laughs> you about to laugh at this. LeBron James at 19 years old. 20.9 points per game, 40, 40. 2% field goal percentage, six assists, six rebounds in almost 40 minutes a game. RJ Barrett so far, 
20 minutes a game. Well, 20, well, 21 points per game, 50% from field goal range, three assists, and eight rebounds in 37 minutes per game. A lot of people been saying RJ Barrett reminds them of a mini LeBron. And they say that because yeah. of the way RJ Barrett can control a game. When you see, when you hear people say that, bro, what 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 is your first thought when you hear people say that? Uh, well, um, I mean, obviously because LeBron is, is so great, and he was he was he was he, you know he was great coming in, you know he he was um, he was obviously a, a generational talent um, to be compared, I guess. In, in ways to LeBron and, and with the way he's do they they both come in and doing what they did like LeBron did in his rookie season what RJ's doing now um, it, it's quite easy to compare the two um, they're just from start to go they're just so dominant they've just they've both got that 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 killer instinct um, you know and, and the comparisons are reasonable I I, I believe um, because you know. The Greek freak didn't have come out of the gate like this. A lot, a lot of talent didn't. Kawhi Leonard nah. didn't. Uh, you know, only oh, how, how would I put? Only special. And, and I'm not taking anything away from Kawhi Leonard or Giannis, but only special, special people um, can come from college or high school, whatever, what have you, and come into the NBA in their first season and and do what LeBron did and do what RJ is doing right now. Um, you know, generational talent, it, it, you could easily say with RJ. Uh, you could see it a mile away. Um, you know, obviously, you know, everyone will say, yeah, he's, he's got room for improvement. He'd probably say it himself, but just what he's doing right now for a rookie. Oh, my God, man. Like, there's just no words, bro. There's just no words. But as I said, the comparison, it, it, it's, yeah. I like the comparison because right now, um, in, in just the few, first few games, he's even he's even outdoing LeBron with LeBron's first few games in the NBA. Um, you know, so oh, I love it! I love it! I love I love it that he's gone out and and shut everybody up, shut everyone down, and say this is the reason I was the consensus number one before Zion started doing his you know dunking. So you know. Yeah, yeah, he's just an amazing, amazing kid, bro. Like, I don't think we've seen anyone this special since LeBron. Yeah, bro. No, we've seen a couple guys special since LeBron. <laughs> you being a homer, bro. You can't, you can't do that. Oh, there's been a few, but not. You know what I mean? Like, not, not come out of the gate like, like this. You know what I mean? Like, they, they took, took a little bit more, and, and, and RJ, but. They did say the one thing that was constantly said about him the whole time was he had an NBA-ready body. And boy, does he ever, because he can just bully people when he goes into the paint. Yeah. Oh, man. I'm, I, bro, I love this young core we got, bro. It, it is so beautiful. I'm at the point right now, bro, even if we don't make the playoffs, bro, if we win between 30 and 40 games, bro, and we get a shot at that number one pick, bro, I'm fine with that. I am totally yeah. and I think we me and you both know, well anybody knows. The NBA, when it comes to the N- NBA draft, it is real rigged. It is very rigged. We know this oh, already. Yeah. 
It's always a storyline behind the NBA draft. I would love for the NBA to bless us with the number one pick next year, man. I, I, I would love it. Just throw us a bone. Throw us a bone, man. Um, jeez, any anything on your mind? Oh. Anything? Yeah, yeah. I know you. I know you the got thing on your mind. Yeah, the thing I love tonight is Julius Randle knows how to pass. He passed out to Portis, who put it through the net. Oh, a lot of, a lot of turnovers. A lot of turnovers. We see the development. Yeah, and and then and then I, I watched him with that one play. I thought, oh, is he going to do what he usually does? And not, he saw he saw Portis open and he passed it. I was like, oh my god, he knows how to pass. Thank you, Julius. <laughs> 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 Thank you, Julius. And you want to know what's funny? Report, right? And there was a report saying, oh, you know, Clarence Gaines, guys, we should have picked Donovan, Donovan Mitchell. I'm here to tell Nick fans right now, I don't give a damn about Donovan Mitchell. Donovan Mitchell was drafted when he was 21 years old. My young boy is 19, and my young boy is going to be, going to be 19 his whole first season in the NBA. My young yeah. boy is already a better rebounder than Donovan Mitchell, and my young boy is already a better passer than Donovan Mitchell. My young boy might even be a better defender than Donovan Mitchell. And I know it's early, and I'm being a homer, and I don't care. He might be even a better shooter than Donovan Mitchell. So, All right. what, what you about to say, bro? I, I'd have to agree on, on every point there. I mean, you know, like, and not not taking anything away from. I mean, I love watching Spider Mitchell. I no, have since he came into it. Yeah, and and you know, like, um, if if we didn't have RJ on, on, on this roster, yeah, I probably would sit here and say, oh yeah, damn. If we could go back to that draft, I would have loved to draft Donovan Mitchell. But now we got RJ, and and as I said, like he was consensus number one for so so long. Um, you know, we know every accolade, everything he's done and won before coming here. Um, I had a good gut feeling when we when we picked him, uh, and thank God he fell into our laps. Thank God, um, you know that that he was going to be something special. And, and but I wasn't expecting this type of play straight go. Out of the out of the gate, and and the other thing tonight, um, I think CP brought it up when I was watching the show earlier. I think he played forty minutes tonight. He's had uh-huh. some big minutes for a rookie man. Um, you know, Jay Ellis said like himself, he'd like to see the minutes come down a little bit, so he not to burn him out. And and I agree. I I mean, he can't be playing forty minutes every single game. Um, you, yep. you don't want him to. You want him to have energy and you want him to have something left in the tank, you know, at the back end of the season. So uh, especially especially if we're near enough to being in contention for the playoffs, we, we want him healthy. We want him plenty of fuel in the tank, you know. So, um, but, you know, at the same token, you sort of can't – you can cut it down a little bit, but you've got to have him on that court and you've got to have him on there in the fourth quarter when it's close because I want that ball in his hand, man, like – he he's clutch. Um, you know he's not afraid, not afraid to take the shot. Uh, and when he knows he, he his shot isn't working, he'll he'll do other things, man. And he'll and he'll use his body to bully and, and drive to the paint. So 
Yeah, I'll, I'll just love everything about this. I don't think at the moment I've, I've picked up on a negative. You know, as I said, there's, there's always room for improvement. He's he's going to improve his three-point shot. He's going to improve his jumper. He's, he's going to keep improving his defense he's, and all that. But there's not really a negative that you can sort of pick on him about. Um not at the moment. He's, just, he's not allowing it. He's not allowing anyone to pick up a negative, I don't think. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, this kid is really nice, bro. He is... I, I, I don't know, man. I, don't, I, I am shocked. Okay. He's looking good for... Yeah, yeah. He's... Yeah, it's... Yeah. I don't, I don't even know what to say about him him anymore. Like, I don't I don't even know what to say, man. And Frank Nilakina, every time you play this kid, teams are going to score under a hundred total points every game. Yeah, this, I, I, I'm 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 loving what I'm seeing. Um. Any any last things on your mind, bro, before we get out of here, man? Yeah, I mean, um I I I I don't didn't know if Tria was, was hurt tonight. Was he hurt tonight? Do you know? I, bro, you know what, bro? You know where I'm this is where I'm at with Tria. Tria would have messed up the offense tonight. He pounds the ball into the excuse my language, kids, but he pounds the ball into the fucking ground too much. It gets annoying. He, we we was running the offense so smoothly tonight that Trent needs to sit his ass down and he needs to watch how Wayne Ellington moves off the ball and does not dribble the ball when Wayne Ellington wants to stay in his role and not over dribble. This is what Trent needs to watch because Trent would have messed up the game. I'm sorry, bro. We needed the veteran defense. We needed that. I agree with with tonight for sure. He 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 would have messed up the rhythm that they had going. So, um, you know, hopefully hopefully he'll he'll learn a bit more off Ellington. But um, I, I want to know what they're doing with Iggy Man. Um, I'm curious of what's what why he hasn't got barely any minutes. No, it's no rule for him to get minutes right now, bro. But the smart thing that what Fizz is doing and what I like. He's keeping them with the ball club. He's keeping them with the team. So he's yeah, practicing with these guys. Yeah. You know, he's learning the system. I don't mind it, bro. I, I do not mind it at all. And yeah, so, I'll, I'll, I'm thinking at some point, because I mean, I know a few people pointed it out today. Taj Gibson wasn't at his best today. Um, I'll have a feeling maybe eventually at some point through it through the season, maybe – Taj will lose some minutes and maybe they'll they'll give Iggy some minutes, maybe whether it be in garbage time or something. Just just to get him a bit of, you know, on the court experience here and there. I guess they'll they might or if injuries pile up, obviously they'll have to turn to him. But um Knox, man, um that that's my main one I want to leave with. Knox. Kevin Knox needs to be in the starting lineup because the Morris Randall combination doesn't work. I don't want to see them on the floor together anymore um, because the ball sticks to both their hands. So it'd be fine having just one of them on the court at, at one time because of that. Um, so I, I think Knox has has proven that he should take that starting small forward spot off of Marcus Morris and Morris can run with the second unit. Yeah. 
I definitely agree with that. I definitely want to see Knox in the starting lineup. I think it's time. I think it's yeah. time for Frank to join the starting lineup too. I think you just gotta yeah. run those three out there, yo. I think you gotta turn yeah. them loose. Knox will Knox will stretch the floor better than Morris because Knox is is as I said at the moment with his three point shooting. Like I want that in the game from the start. Where you know, like I, I want his three point shooting um, and him stretching the floor. Uh, and, and when he's on the court, I noticed with RJ, he feeds off RJ's energy and he's been playing pretty good defense, to be quite honest. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, I love I love this team, yo. They, <laughs> this roster is just so beautiful to look at because all these guys is just so young. And you got people like me who – bro, I literally argue for the Knicks. The young guys, I argue every day for them. I get into an argument every day for them. I get guys who tell me, you know, Kevin Knox is whack. Okay, cool. He's 20 years old. He's going to shoot the lights out. Kidding me? I got I got dudes who's telling me, you know, uh, Freight Nilakin is whack. Okay, he plays defense. That's what I want him to do. Someone actually tell me, and, and this was probably the best comparison I've heard for Frank. Someone goes, doesn't he remind you of Tony Allen? I said, yeah, he does. Tony Allen wasn't a scorer. Tony Allen was a defender. And, and yeah, yeah, Frank reminds me of Tony Allen. And you need Tony Allens. Like, as I said, we've, we've got Knox, who, who's shooting from behind the arc beautifully at the moment. RJ's showing that he can shoot. So, uh, uh, Bobby Portis tonight was just on fire. And I knew he would be against Chicago. He had a point to prove to Chicago. I knew he was going to have a big game. I knew he was going to have a big game. So, you, we don't need Frank to be a shooter. We just need him to facilitate and defend. And, hey, that that's pretty much a Tony Allen man. Tony Allen did that and helped out his team in, in other ways other than scoring. So, yep. give, him, give, him, give him the key. Give him the key to that point guard spot and uh-huh. and let him roll with RJ. It, uh, you know, I'll, next game I want to see Frank start at point guard, RJ obviously at, at shooting guard, Kevin Knox at small forward, Bobby Porter uh, – sorry, um, Julius Randle at the four and Mitch at the five, obviously. So that's the starting lineup I want to see. Um, yeah, get Morris out of that starting lineup. Get Peyton out of that starting lineup. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm done with Peyton. I'm good. I'm I, I, it, I'm done with Peyton. <laughs> I, yeah. I I would play, and 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 this is no slight to play to to Peyton. I would play Kadeem Allen before I play Peyton. <laughs> Well, Kadeem can do do what Alfred Payton does, but better, and he's a better defender. Like he gives you more energy too. Like he's, he's just a ball of energy, that kid. Yep. So, oh, one last tidbit before we, you know, get our final thoughts into the night. Before we get out of here, Knicks went on a fifteen and zero run at the end of the game. That don't happen without Frank Nilakino on the court. <laughs> nah. Nah. Nope. 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 So, and the other thing I think that, that was made emphasis tonight, and it's good, okay? You need Frank out there even more so when Mitch gets into foul trouble because that paint just – the paint defense just goes to shit when he, he gets in foul trouble there. Yeah. So you need Frank out there if that when that happens for sure because, you know, he'll just go everywhere, Frank, and he'll, he'll defend his ass off. So you're not going to – you won't lose so much if that happens, you know. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of hoping Mitch cuts down on those fouls and he stays on the court for his minutes. But if, if he does get into trouble, 
Frank needs to be on that court, man, because otherwise, yeah, we, we get killed, man. We get killed. Yep, yep. And I love it, man. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I love it, man. I'm so happy, man. Um, any last words for the people, Mr. Mitchell, before we get out of here, brother? Yeah, hopefully this is the start, the start of the misery being over and um, Frank starts and we start going on a bit of a run here now. Um, let, let's go get this W in Orlando. Um, we, we, we should not be losing this game. I, I will say that now. We should not be losing. I do not want to lose to the Orlando Magic, man. I do not want to lose to the Orlando Magic. Um, you know, <laughs> I heard people saying, oh, geez, um, you know, if you, if you lost to the Grizzlies this year, you, you know, it'd be pretty shameful. Not in my eyes, not with the talent that they've got on their roster. But Orlando, Orlando's not very good. Um, you know, they've got Gordon and Vucevic there. But um, apart from that, you know, we, we should be winning this game and, and winning it pretty pretty well. So, um, yeah, let, let's all get prepared for that game and, and go out and get the next W and hopefully continue this run. And hopefully we'll see... Um, Fisdale put Frank and Knox. Do the right thing by those two kids. They've earned it. Put them in the starting lineup. Yeah. Well, yeah, I know where I stand, man. The French kid, number 11, play my boy, man. <laughs> I'm, I'm done with the politics and the optics, man. Great win for the New York Knicks. Uh, we back Wednesday, bro. We faced Orlando Magic. Orlando Magic is coming off a loss. So I know they're going to try to or come into this game and, you know, get a win. Uh, If Frank starts, I'm expecting for us to really beat Orlando by double-digit points. I'm not worried about the matchup from Aaron Gordon to Julius Randle. I'm not really worried about the Jonathan Isaac and the Marcus Morris matchup. I'm not worried about none of the matchups anymore. I'm, I'm confident in... Let's see. I'm optimistic, just like Mr. Mitchell. Let's see. We yeah. appreciate y'all tuning in. It's your boy, Slizzy, with my guy, Mr. Mitchell, State of the New York Knicks podcast. Peace.